WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Happy New Year! It's the third wheel, Rick Serrano the third from the Wrestling POV podcast, and ladies and gentlemen. This show we have for you is a very special one. We discussed the passing of Brody Lee. We have the spotlight. Mickey James, is she a legend? We have the hot tech news. Is Charlotte Flair the greatest wrestler ever? All that and more with our host, Tony Diaz, Elio Canella, on a new episode of the Wrestling POV Podcast. <laughs> Saturday, so you know what that means. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sad, obviously, continuing on from uh, what's been going on this past week with the passing of Brody Lee, aka Luke Harper, aka John Huber, uh, aka Huber Boy 2, uh, and uh, also aka. Big Rig, uh, for those that didn't know, he, he, one of his gimmicks was uh, like a truck driver. <laughs> he was like a truck driver, which I actually, uh, the look that he had when he was with the Wyatt family um, was off of that, except for he didn't have the, the, the checkerboard uh, shirt. So um, before we go on about Brody, um, do you guys know why? Well, now, now, first, um, I was in a meeting, well, not a meeting. Uh, I was in a Zoom call with a bunch of wrestling friends that we all had the honor of, of working with uh, Brody back in the day in the, in the indies. And a lot of memories popped up that I didn't even remember. And I was just like, oh my God, I forgot about that. Oh shoot, that's right. And then um, one of my buddies, now all of these guys, they wanted to be nameless on this because <laughs> just because of stuff some of the stuff we talked about but uh Brody Lee's wife uh joined in with us Amanda nice she wasn't there for long she was just there to to because she remembered a lot of the boys and um before you know like there's been a lot of talk out there and I'm putting this right to to bed real quick is that uh a lot of people are upset with WWE not doing like a, a tribute thing to him and this and that. And, and now how I look at it is that he was um, an AEW employee. Yep. AEW was there. You know, that's, that's who his employer was, you know, for me, allowing WWE to, you know, they still did the tribute thing to him, in my opinion. And a lot of wrestlers did too. And during the shows, a lot of the wrestlers made reference to Brody Lee. Absolutely. A lot of them did. If you didn't catch it, I jotted down when they said it. There was more, but I didn't catch everything. But um, a lot of people were upset that WWE, uh, WWE didn't do like a video package for him um, or any kind of tribute to him. So Amanda said uh, straight out, she said that the WWE 
wanted AEW to do the tribute to Brody Lee because that's where he worked. That's exactly what that's fair. So it's like, you know, for everybody else, just put it to bed already. Give it a rest. I I think they uh, did actually, they did a better job than I think WWE would have done. You think so? Yeah, I I really enjoyed uh, the Wednesday night show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll talk about it in a little bit. And I totally agree with you. Now, uh, I think I think mainly because he was a worker there. I think if it was somebody else that, um, you know, like I said, uh, I don't want to say like Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson was employed by WWE, and you know what I'm saying. So they that was kind of different, you know. I don't know. Did AEW even acknowledge the passing of Pat Patterson? I don't yeah, know. they did. Yeah, right? they did. So yeah. that's what you know. No, they so did. People, so people's got to understand, you know, the how it works. You know, you know what I'm saying. So, but either way, Amanda thanked all of us, and you know, for still keeping Brody's memory um, to keep it going and stuff like that. And that was the one quote I'm going to take out of the rest. I'm not really going to say, but the one quote she did say was that WWE was letting AEW do all that for, you know, first before, you know, because I guess they did do a video package. They were just waiting for w- uh, AEW to do theirs, you know, their yep. tribute show. And then there was going to release it. Um, uh, before I go into the couple stories that I have with Brody Lee, uh, Tony Schiavone, he quoted saying that, uh, Knowing Brody was very sick and it was the holidays and knowing it was going to be very difficult for him to kick out, uh, AEW brought little Brody to, um, to TV and, rest- and wrestling is his life. They made him a member of the Dark Order. They put a mask on him, as we all saw on Wednesday. <laughs> um, he came out with a kendo stick and he beat up a lot of people. Uh, they signed him to a contract, legitimately signed him to a contract. When he gets of age, he'll be with AEW. They have taken care of him. Um, they have taken care of him. Uh, he follows guys around in the back and becomes part of us. He gets involved with the guy, sits in the gorilla position, uh, comes out with the mask, and does some crazy things. The roster loved Brody, Brody and we are family. Oh, so he was, I guess, talking about the the – everything prior to that and what had happened and uh, because they, they knew about his illness and Amanda, you know, she just wanted to keep it quiet, you know, and yeah. to, to let things work out on itself. And if it works out, it works out. If it didn't, then obviously, you know, uh, unfortunately of what happened and, and I respect that, you know, AEW didn't leak it. AEW didn't even mention, well, they, they did mention Brody a few times, but they didn't even indicate anything that he was ill. And to put another thing to rest, too, it was not COVID-related. It wasn't. Yeah. And people were saying, ah, it was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a lung issue. Um, he was working out one night, and he was on his bike, and he just couldn't finish it. And he was like, what the hell? You know, he, he knew something was wrong when he couldn't finish a workout, and he was out of breath and all this other stuff. So, um, there's going to be more Brody Lee talk throughout this episode, but um, one of the memories I have of Brody um, was obviously there's a match on the Facebook page of me and Brody Lee, uh, but at the time he was called John Huber, or actually, no, I'm sorry, he was called the Huber Boy 2. Now, the story behind Huber Boy 2, because he wore a big old 2 on his shirt, so in the back, in the locker room, um, I had asked him, what's the deal with the 2? You know, why are you called number two? Is there number one? He goes, actually, there is. 
I was like, wait, what? And he goes, no, there is a John Huber. There's a Huber Boy 1. And I was like, okay, who the hell is he? I'd never heard of him. And he said that he was a, a wrestler that turned referee. So when mm. he turned referee, he never, you know, he, he, he went by, he still went by John Huber or, some, or Huber something. I forgot what it was. So he said, so when I became Huber Boy, I became Huber Boy 2. <laughs> I was like, that's your reasoning? He was like, yeah. so... In the video, there's a spot in there where um, me and uh, well, actually Brody Lee uh, took a nasty dive outside the ring, and then uh, me and Huber we were duking it out. And then the guy that the other guy that was in the ring with us, Valentino, he uh, jumped over the top, and we had to catch him, and he botched it like real bad. Real bad. And <laughs> me and he, we tried catching. We did everything we could. There was no catching that dude. He hit the side of the apron and everything. So <laughs> so we're duking it out, right? We're still duking it out after that. And Hubert just looks at me and he goes, I guess we should have caught him, huh? <laughs> so I kind of broke out in character a little bit. I like real quick. I was just like, Jesus Christ, man, that's fucked up. And then we just went back in the ring and then fought again. But uh, another memory we had too, um, one of the boys was talking about it was that um, a lot of times when we wrestled in upstate New York, we would always go to Applebee's right after the show. And, you know, we just have a, our dinner there and, and talk and bullshit and, and just have a good laugh. Um, but anyway, Kenny, he always, every time we went there, Kenny would go to the host and say, it's so-and-so's birthday. And he would pick a different person every time <laughs> just to, to get a free cake. So, um, and the, there was one night John came with us, and <laughs> he Kenny read the, the the whole birthday thing and pointed to John and said it was his birthday. John had no idea, he had <laughs> no clue. So we're all sitting there, and the people are bringing him a cake, and they're singing Happy Birthday. And he was <laughs> sitting there like, "What the fuck is going on? Whose birthday is it?" And he looked, and he leaned, and then he's telling, asking this one, like he said it loud too. The one thing about John, he was very loud. Like, not I'm not saying he was doing it on purpose. He was just a loud person. And he goes, "Whose birthday is it?" And we were like, "Bro, it's yours, man." He was like, "Oh, okay." And he just sat there, and the thing is, like, everybody heard him asking, "Whose birthday is it?" Like the hostess and all of them, they yeah. all heard that it was his birthday. Like or he's he was asking whose birthday was it and they were pissed. Needless to say, we couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> After that, <laughs> we got we got busted, so to speak, and uh, we couldn't now we couldn't do it. <laughs> we couldn't pull that one off anymore. So thanks to to John, we we couldn't do that anymore. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but th this one I tell you, um, really hurt big time. Um, on our private thread, uh, Andy. Uh, put it on there and I was just like wait what and uh, I immediately went to my wrestling buddies because uh, a lot of them still kept in touch with him and I tell you he was a really really nice guy and for me um, I always root for everybody I don't care who you know like if if you're succeeding I'm gonna root for you there's no reason for me to hate on you you know like if one day Rick if you get the call of you know WWE wants to bring you in as a manager you what? know you gotta leave the show you know? i gotta leave <laughs> you're gonna leave i'm not gonna <laughs> like no you have to stay here on wrestling pov podcast this is your home no i'm gonna be like you know what get the fuck out of here man what you doing man <laughs> you know and to, to see one of the boys 
you know, actually make it as far as he did, I was happy. And and the funny thing is, I didn't even realize it was him until a show in South Glens Falls. And um, a friend of mine, another friend of mine, uh, he was a ref. He refed a lot of my matches and actually managed me at a couple times. He came up to me. He saw me at the show. And he's like, hey, do you know who's wrestling on this card? I was like, no, who? And then he goes, Luke Harper. I said, okay, great. You know, and he goes, Do you know who Luke Harper is? I was like, wait, what, what, who is he? And he goes, it's Uberboy. I was like, what? I was like, get the fuck out of here. He goes, yeah, he's got the beard. And I was like, well, duh. Because back then, uh, John never had a beard. He didn't have Yeah, a I saw that, yeah. He was yeah. Clean, uh, clean cut. Um, so I was just like, get the fuck out. That's him? And he's like, yes. He goes, how do you think I got these tickets? He gave them to me. I was like, shit, I could have hit him up and gotten free tickets, too. He goes, you probably could have, too. So... Yeah, so that's that's when I found it. But I marked out. I'm still I'm I still marked out, and I bought his shirt too. Um, there's a nice. shirt actually on uh, collar elbow uh, that all the proceeds go to him. And make sure you use the the promo code WPOV and uh, get ten percent off of it too. But either way, the, so every proceeds goes to his family. Um, and then another story too about Brody is that do you guys know where he got the name Brody? No, I do. I uh, do. Brody Lee, you do? What was yep. he? Where he got it from? Morat, so Brody, oh. Bryce, and uh, Jason Lee. That is right, and you know why? Do you know why? He looks he, like because he looks cause like he looks just like Jason Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he looked just like Jason Lee. Uh, if you don't know what Elio's talking about, uh, the movie's called Mallrats. Um, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, and Kevin Smith has a line of uh, movies and. Jason Lee is in a lot of them. Um, yep. Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, <clears throat> Jane uh, Silent Bob. Jane Silent Bob. Um, uh, he's in a lot of his movies, and uh, bro, uh, John was a huge fan of uh, Jason Lee, so that's why he took on the the name. So, <laughs> so, but I tell you this much: a lot of people wanted him to to be like a, a Bruiser Brody type gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, they wanted that bad, and you know what? He did. He did look like him. He did look like him. But uh, yeah, this one, this one hurt a lot. Um, rest in peace to him. And uh, actually, me and Rick was talking about doing uh, like a book. Like we have our book, which is pretty much you know like you guys always hear me with my spiel of uh, you know we put the most ridiculous things that happen in a week of wrestling. And I never uh, heard that before. <clears throat> Yeah, actually, I say it at the end of the show. Oh, yes. I, I, I tune out at the end of the show. I yes. really don't pay attention. At the end of the show, that's when I start, you know, that's when it happens. And I mm. and I do my promo of that. I don't know if you heard it. You no, know, no, no. Okay, no, I, no, no. You neither, Elio? I may have heard it. <laughs> no, but uh, we do. But, I hear a lot of things. <laughs> uh, but we do a book and uh this this book i want to do it for brody and we'll call it the the book of brody and uh that Ooh. one though that one i want to do is uh basically you know put something good that these wrestlers do you know i mean because a lot of people didn't know brody lee outside of wrestling and uh obviously i was i was uh privileged to to 
witnessed that with him and a lot of people, you know, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of other wrestlers, but anything that a wrestler, you know, we're not going to do it every week along with our book, but when something good happens to a wrestler or for, you know, uh, we'll put them in there just so we can always remember them too and probably go over it once a month or maybe when we do add somebody in there, we Absolutely. can talk about it then. So, okay, I, I babbled on long enough. Um, uh, let's go straight to Spotlight. Rick, take it away. Yeah, let's do it. Spotlight. Mickey James. Well, this coming Monday, they have Legends Night, and Mickey James is being considered a legend. Yes. So I had to send out the question in the Spotlight. Is Mickey James a legend? Well, let's do a deep dive about Mickey James here. Mickey James actually started out in TNA, she was part of NWA yes. first before yes. she jumped to the WWE. Um, mm-hmm. She is a six-time women's champion. She won the Divas title five times and was a women's champion one time. She won three TNA knockout championships as well when she returned to TNA. Mm-hmm. She is on the Native American Music Awards Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Absolutely. I knew she was a yeah, hard, hardcore country. Yeah, her yeah. her country music. Yeah, yeah, I knew she but, was a uh, country, but it, well, yeah, she does have the Native American feature. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so she's Native American Music Awards. So shout out to you guys. It'll probably be the only time we ever shout out the Native American That's, Music Awards. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, Mickey James was the PWI number one women's wrestler in two thousand nine. No kidding. So, I asked you guys this question. Is Mickey James a legend? Elio, is Mickey James a legend? I'd put her in that in uh, as a legend. Um, I mean, she she uh, showed up in WWE in the 2000s. Um, she uh, helped uh, bring the women's division to where to where it is today. Uh, her her most memorable feud Trish Stratus WrestleMania 22. Absolutely. So I uh, so yeah, I definitely call her a legend. All right, Tony Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and the thing of it is, like, even when she came back, she is still so passionate about wrestling. And I know they brought her back just so she can, um, you know, uh, enhance other talent. And she's good at that. And she can. And she, the one thing about Mickey, I mean, for me, uh, I think she overdo some things here and there. But it, it's it's still, I still think she's a legend. Um either as a face or a heel. Now, let me, that's a good question. Do you guys like her better as a baby face or a heel? Baby face. Yeah. For sure, baby yes. face. Elio? Yeah, um, I, yeah, baby face uh, better as a baby face. Really? A uh, heel, heel um, I don't know. For, actually, for me, I'm going to go both. She, I think she can do both uh, really well, but her heel, uh, her heel persona stands out. Yeah, yeah. Her heel persona seems just kind of a little bit forced. I think she's just think too so? good of a person. Yeah, it's funny because I think the opposite. Okay, I, I think her baby face is a little bit too forced. Mm, interesting. And that's what I said when I was trying to think. That's that's a very good. That's how I wanted to say it when I said that. You know, she overdoes things sometimes. It's, it's yeah, the baby face is like she's forced. You know, you know what I'm saying. I think yeah, she I does better as a heel than she does as a face, a baby face. So. Well, for me, I honestly, absolutely, she's a legend in yeah. her own right. Honestly, and, and you know what? I may shock you guys. Mickey James over Trish Stratus. Yeah, I said it. 
Yes, I said it. Mickey mm. James over Trish Stratus. Uh, in, in wrestling ability and character, everything. I really think, and, and maybe maybe it's because I have a thing for brunettes. I don't know, but no. Uh, seriously, I think now, now what do you, is, when, when you say Mickey James over Trish, what what do you mean as far as what? I'm talking about the entire package, wrestling ability, uh, uh, mic skills. Um, I think I think she had a more difficult path than Trish. I think uh-huh. Trish is what what Vince likes. So Vince oh, yeah. like shot her to the moon. So I think, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I have a, a thing with people that go outside of WWE and come back and, and as establish themselves as a top contender in other companies. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little biased when it comes to that. So for me, Mickey James was great in WWE, went to TNA, became a champion three times, dominated that women's division, came back to WWE. I have a lot more respect for those people than people that just rode the WWE coattails for their entire career. <laughs> That's a harsh statement, right? It is. A little you, bit. You look at somebody, well, you look at somebody like Edge and John Cena, who are lifers in WWE, yeah. and they've accomplished a lot in that time, and they're considered yeah. legends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a harsh statement. Very it, harsh. it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So but, um, you know what's even? No, I have something else, Tony. What's yeah. even harder than that? Vicky James was currently rated on Fox from SmackDown. She was rated an F with what? Mojo Rawley. They had a rating of all of their wrestlers on Fox. If you go what? on their Twitter page. She is rated an F with Mojo Rawley. You're kidding. I'm absolutely serious. Wow. Holy oh. shit. And, that, and that's fresh. That was, I think, last night or this morning that was uh, released. And I was pissed off when I saw that. Wow. That, oh. Yeah. That is so crazy. This, that brings a spotlight to – like, it is crazy that they would disrespect Mickey James like that. Yeah, but she – I mean t- – Honestly, she hasn't really been on TV. The last time we saw her, she was in a program with Asuka. Yeah, and she was getting counted out from Natalia. Yeah, yeah. And Asuka that one, that one and spot for some odd reason, uh, the ref stopped the match. Uh, Clay yep. Cummings, the $50 man, uh, he said, definitely a legend. Uh, always great work. Can be both babyface and here. Look at that, see? Uh, mm-hmm. baby face and heel. Mike work is excellent. Definitely one of the best women to wrestle. Josh Sanders. He said, yeah, if the Bellas uh, are that are then she definitely is. Damn. <laughs> Damn. No, that's, that's, that's no, Josh. Fun. That is fun, <laughs> if the Bellas uh, are legends. No. Yeah. Uh, Mickey James that, is way above them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I agree to that. Uh, Matt Novak said, always been underappreciated. She's got charisma and decent ring work. So, sp- okay. Speaking of Clay and Josh, you guys had an episode of um, Quarantine yeah, with, they, uh, with them guys. How did that go? I mean... Uh, yeah, that was a fun episode. The Global Awards. Yeah, yeah. WPP oh, Global Awards. Oh, is that what you... Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Sorry, I've, I've just been busy. I apologize. I got... Physical therapy. I got a lot of stuff going on. Stuff and stuff. All right. Um, good. No, I'm glad. Uh, they're, the, they're the fan of the year for a reason. And uh, look at that. They, they got a spot on the show. Uh, or did a spot on the show. So, uh, all right, Rick. Uh, spotlight. Uh, do you have any in mind next week? Or are you going to keep us in the loop? 
I'm gonna keep you guys in the loop because I don't even know yet. But I I'm open to taking uh, other people, whoever you guys want. Uh, if there's listeners out there that want us to discuss on somebody in a deeper uh, way, then just hit us up on our Facebook page at Wrestling POV, Twitter at Wrestling POV, or on Instagram at Wrestling POV One, and we'll discuss anybody from the spotlight. Okay, well, that's a good question, too. I was going to ask. Uh, so anybody can be on the spotlight, even from past? Current, past, anything, okay. yeah. yeah. That's what's beautiful about the spotlight. Uh, yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> All right, you brought so, your vampire there. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so again, just like what Rick just said, if you have any questions or comments, just throw it on our Facebook page, and uh, we'll be sure to answer it if, if it's either for us or the wrestling POV global guys, and uh, they'll read it on the, on their show too. So uh, let's go straight on to the news. Rick, take it away. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> All right. Bill Oldberg turns 54 years old. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what is you got a <laughs> hatred for Bill Goldberg? You know, I used to love Goldberg. You know, really? I used to have it a T-shirt. Like it. Yeah, back in the day, I was, I was, I was actually Goldberg over Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the day what? during the. You know what? You know, not to cut you off, but that's. I'm glad you brought that up because I've always wondered, and that that'll be a good like, not a hot tag, but just a question in general. Who were you guys siding with back in the day? You know what I'm saying? Was it Goldberg yeah. or Steve Austin? Because they both had the same look. Yeah. I think the only difference was uh, Steve Austin had a bunch of knee pads. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that would be a His great question. Because honestly, I was I was a Goldberg was fanatic. No, yeah. I mean, what, what was you? Stone Cold. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Goldberg, uh, the whole undefeated streak, it was like you never mm. seen that before, but uh, sure. for me, it was like Stone Cold. Yeah, and I think for Stone Cold, what did it for him was just the simple fact that he he was like, I guess, I don't want to say the first, but he the storyline that they gave him, I think is what elevated him because he was against the boss. And of course, you know, who wouldn't want to do to their boss what Steve Austin did to Vince? Yeah, and I think sure. doing that storyline, I think elevated him to what he is today. So, yeah, I, you know, me, honestly, I was like, I liked Goldberg and I loved the undefeated streak. I thought that was awesome. But then when Steve Austin, for me, it was just, I think uh, the storyline wise and everything with Steve Austin was just so much better in my opinion. But I, I, that's, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up, but uh, yeah. Wow. But yeah, uh, Goldberg has just been rubbing me the wrong way the last couple of years. I think he should have stayed retired. Should have never came back. Messed no? everything up. No. no what, I, what, what did it for you, though? I mean, the match against Undertaker, the match against The Fiend, yep. the match against Brock Lesnar, the match against Kevin Owens. Jeez. I mean, you... <laughs> so you in other words, you should retired? Yes. You should have stayed retired. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, our last birthday, Zelina Vega turns 30 years old. Yes, yes. Poor girl. Yeah. Yeah, poor girl. I, th- I think uh, I think WWE missed, is missing the boat on her. They shouldn't have never. Oh, released. yeah. She could have made them a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, but you know who's suffering right now is Alistair Black. Alistair Black. 
Yeah. Where the hell has he been? I haven't seen him. He requested uh, to go to NXT. Yep. And they okay. said no. Well, all right. With that being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Now, for a lot of you listeners, uh, we broke the news for you for uh, Brody Lee's passing. Uh, again, he passed away at the age of 41 due to a lung condition. Um, I'm just going to throw my two cents in here. Uh, very sad moment. Uh, something you don't want to believe in and you, you wish it didn't happen. Um, it's just a sad moment in wrestling. Uh, from what I hear, he was a great guy, nice guy in the back, and everybody respected him, as you can see from what they did for him on AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have this question for you guys. Now, going forward, is this the precedent that AEW needs to have for everybody that passes away? Like, how do they go forward with that? Because this was a huge production. This wasn't like... Yeah, it was. It wasn't like uh, what WWE did. And not just knock WWE, because they did the same thing for Kamala, where they yeah. just put up a a, 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 a a picture and just said about him passing away, which I have no problem with. Right. Um, like, not to knock John Huber, but he wasn't a legend. You know, he wasn't a legendary status. Not yet, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a precedent that, like, did AEW back themselves up in the corner now? Because... No, I don't, th- I don't think so. I don't. And, and the reason why is because <sighs> you look at somebody like John Huber, um, uh, Brody Lee, they were recognizing him not only as a good worker, but as a, a human being, yeah. how he was. Um, now, mind you, wrestling was his life, but his family always came first. Yeah. Um, back when I met him, he didn't have kids at the time. Um, he didn't met, he didn't even meet Amanda yet, but he loved wrestling and he, oh, and he knew the time that I wrestled him, he realized he was green. He let me call the match and the other guy, Valentino called the match. And he just said, let's just throw a good show, man. Let's see, you know, and he, <laughs> you can tell how green he was in, anyways in that match, but you know, he realized that and in general, a lot of guys, Rick, you know, uh, when we went to Tennessee for Brian, yep. Brian Christopher and some of the Eagles that were there. And obviously, you know, a lot of guys didn't know who I was, but the minute they found out that I had 20 years in the business, all of a sudden their attitude changed. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the type of attitude that we don't, that a lot of people don't see behind closed doors in wrestling. And yeah. with Brody, it was different, you know, because he just wanted to throw a good show. That's the, even back then when I wrestled them, I, I can remember um, when he when we were talking about the match. He just says, "No, oh, whatever you guys want to do, let's do it." You know, he was all into it. He, he was there. Yeah. Um, the did uh, what was the question you said? <laughs> did AEW back themselves in the corner going forward? I don't. I, I don't know. That's a hard question to ask or answer yeah. because of the simple fact that, like, you know, I don't want to put somebody in a position either to make my point. I don't think they did, to be honest. Okay. I don't. Obviously, I think they happened, did. I, I, what happened on AEW this past Wednesday? It was for Brody Lee. Would they? The, the, the question would be: Would they do it for somebody else next time? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I don't think they would, to be honest. Yeah. It depends on who it is. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, then that's when it comes to like now we're putting a value on someone's life. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That, that, that's what I'm trying to say. It's just yeah. like, yeah. 
I think it's I think also this was a surprise. The first, one, yeah. Like, cause no good one, point. Like, no one expected this. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, CM Punk and Mick Foley are donating all their pro wrestling mm-hmm. tea funds to Brody Lee's family for the next month. Wow. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com and get your CM Punk or McFoley or Brody Lee shirts. Um, and all the funds will go to his family. And, and last but not least... No, yes. I was going to say, AEW is doing the same thing. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, Collar Elbow, uh, they have a Brody Lee shirt on there too, which all the proceeds is going to his family. Nice. Uh, last but not least, McFoley unfortunately tested positive for COVID. Did he really? Um, he was doing, and he's been really careful with it. He went to a virtual meet and greet, and he got he got contracted COVID. So wow, um, yeah, I was reading this last night. Yeah, he's been very careful. He's been very pushed. He's been pushing the mask, wear your mask, be safe. Wow, um, and it's just a shame. Uh, hopefully, yeah, he is. takes care of himself, and because uh, we don't need to lose Mick Foley, that's for sure. That no. Is, Nah, that's definitely something I don't want to hear for this year of 2021. Yeah. All right, uh, Tony, on to the rumors. All right, I got a lot of them. All right. <laughs> I got a lot of them, so just uh, sit back and enjoy. For whatever it's worth, Ryback, which is interesting, he said recently he claimed on his uh, podcast that he heard Vince McMahon, uh, his health isn't uh, great these days. So... Uh... What you do know, we know, you take whatever Ryback says. With a grain of salt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the phrase, and I'm like, is it grain of salt or yeah. grain of sand? Ryback's <laughs> just Ryback. For me, Ryback's just there. I don't, I don't pay attention when he talks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, I mean, so, because, like, he just, like, every once in a while, he comes out with, like, comments or something. So it's yeah. like, I just, I just read it. I'm like, okay, sure. But what if he knows something that we don't know about Vince, Vinnie Mac? I mean, he—I mean, honestly, he's getting—he's not getting younger. Yeah, you that's true. Back in the day, you know, he was walk—he would walk like this, you know, and and now he's just walking. Mm-hmm. No chance. <laughs> no chance at all. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it sounds but, like Elio has a beef with Ryback, and uh, it sounds like I think we take him, Elio. Uh, I know <laughs> Elio can take Ryback. Okay, sure. All Elio's got to do is just kick him in the shin. <laughs> I mean, that's about as high as he can kick him. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. <laughs> all right, the newest odds have Bianca Belair favored to win the Women's Battle Royal, uh, Royal Rumble, sorry. <clears throat> and Big E is still the favorite to win the Men's uh, Royal Rumble. In a couple of weeks. Now you know. I thought I was being slick by thinking, "Yo, Bianca, I'm gonna pick Bianca Belair to win the Royal Rumble." Well, there goes that. <laughs> 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 oh, like I'm gonna wager all twenty. I'm gonna wager all twenty points on Bianca. Belair. <laughs> it is a good pick. Yeah, well, 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 well there, there goes there goes my uh, theory from uh, <laughs> the from the Hell in Cell paper where I said Sasha Banks would win. But, oh, mm. there you go. <laughs> so I, I wanted to throw that out there because we do uh, have the Royal Rumble coming up in a few weeks. And, of course, our Royal Rumble pay-per-view points. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. 
the Ruby Riot got you. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, add, add Ruby that with Riot the Royal Rumble. wins Royal Rumble. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> no, thank you. Sorry, I am not. Oh, hell no. No. Hell to no. All right, Jim Ross quoted, I don't know if it was pressure from Vince or not. Uh, Vince loved him. It's proven. Uh, he's talking about Shawn Michaels. Uh, we paid Shawn $750,000 a year for about four years to do nothing because he was Vince's guy. Every time we go over budgets and things, we were uh, where, oh, he, he would say, where are we at with Shawn's contract? And he would say, nothing, leave it alone. Okay, that's just Vince. Uh, Vince didn't have to do that. Here's the deal. These are quotes from Jim Ross. Uh, all Sean wanted to do was work and go play with Kevin and Scott Hall. So that wouldn't have been, uh, so that would have been for WCW nice to give a, get a gift of Sean Michaels, wouldn't you think? Uh, so he took care of him, whatever that means. But he was basically saying that for about four years, Vince was still paying Sean $750,000 a year just to sit home. So he wouldn't go to WCW. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Imagine but that. If he would have gone to WCW, I think the implosion would have happened a lot faster. I think yes. him with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash would have just, oof, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We would have looked at a different WCW, I think. You know? I think, yeah, and I think Brett would have came back. Oof, would have mm. been different. Damn, just imagine. If, if, if. <laughs> uh, Tyson Kidd mentioned that he's trying to convince Davey Boy Smith Jr. to return to WWE. Yes, Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it, yeah. LES. Reforming the heart, reforming the heart dynasty. Oh, mm. That would be dope. That yeah. would be dope. Uh, an update on uh, Matt Riddle's WWE contract status. He says he was not impressed by the company's first offer, but after being presented with a revised term, sources says he did sign a multi-year deal. Okay. I mean, it's a smart choice for him. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but not only that, but it's it's very rare to hear someone, um, I don't want to say a rookie, uh, but someone that just got to the main roster and he, his contract is up and for him to negotiate the way he did because obviously he didn't if he, he didn't like it so I mean either two things was wrong with it the the, the money or maybe the contract length who knows yeah. we don't know we, we're not there but my question would be like if somebody like uh, Zia Lee, no Cameron Grimes let's just say yeah, if he was offered that and turned it down, and nah, I want a better offer than that, would he get the same treatment as Matt? Probably not. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't, bro, think so. bro. Yeah, <laughs> especially because I've been saying for the past month how Vince is all high up on Matt Riddle, like he thinks he's fun. High. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see what I did there, dang. <laughs> but uh, it's it's true. I mean, it, I think Riddle realized that. And that's why it gave him kind of like the advantage of uh, negotiating. Because um, normally, I'm sorry to say, when you're first, when you get your first contract negotiation, nine times out of ten, you accept what they give you firsthand. I don't, I don't know. I wish I knew. I wish I was a fly in the wall. <laughs> uh, WWE was showing 
Oh, yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Never mind. Uh, but Tony Schiavone did confirm on the Dynamite post show that a new TNT title is currently in the works. There will be a new design for the title, and the old design will be retired in honor of Brody Lee. Uh, a new TNT title will be made. Uh, I don't know when it will be debuted, but they did say that... Um, uh, who's the current champ now? The one I can't hear. Darby Allen. Yeah, see, that's how much I like him. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that he he's going to be the one to debut it, I guess. And, uh, yeah, so they're going to officially retire that belt. And um, <clears throat> now it's interesting bringing that subject up. I got it. I'm not going to be a hypocrite because I know we did bash that title. Yes. <laughs> um, a lot of people bash that title. Yeah. Um, uh, I saw a post from someone and they put exactly that saying, you know, a lot of people bashed that title back in the blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and now that retiring it, what do you guys think of the title now? You guys trashed it before. Now it's all great. Still trash. Still trash. <laughs> now, what they should have done is they should have made a Dark Order version of it for Brody mm. Yes. And because this is just their way of saying, yo, you get rid of the title now. Let's get just make it a new oh, one. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's what they're doing. Yeah. And it's sad. It is sad. It is sad. But um, it, it's going to be retired. But we'll see what kind of design they come up with next time. Is it going to be similar to it? Or is it going to be different? Is Cody going to have this ego about himself? Because <laughs> obviously, I think he designed it. Come on. Yeah. I really do believe that he designed it. And then when people were shitting on it, including us, um, he was like, well, you know, it's not really finished yet. <laughs> um, it's, come on, man. Seriously? Really? Come on, Cody. Come on, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I went there like that. But, um, yeah. So, uh, they were going to retire the belt. Um, I don't know. I don't have any details on when they're going to debut a new belt. But um, it's going to be soon. It's going to be soon. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing by next week. At, uh, by next week's show, so but but see, my thing is is if they built a belt that quick, yeah, was their excuse the first time? Exactly. <laughs> That's my point. a little bit of a pickle, Dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I got for the rumors. Rick, what do you got for injury? I got no injuries this week. Let's go into the hot tag news. Is Charlotte Flair the greatest? wrestler ever changed my mind yeah changed my mind and what you know are your what? thoughts well i i mentioned uh before the show that i posted that just to start some shit <laughs> <laughs> and, and boy did i so actually the question was uh it was it's that meme uh of that guy the sitting change my mind table. yeah the change my mind guy yeah. uh if you don't know what i'm talking about well i did post it so you can see it and, and basically, everybody, uh, they always put their own thing on there, but they leave the change my mind part. So I think it was a discussion me and you had, Rick, when, when Charlotte returned and won the tag straps. And you stated, well, Charlotte Flair is the greatest of all time. And you yeah. said that. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I wonder if everybody else feels that way. <laughs> so that's why I put it on there. And uh, I put Charlotte Flair as the greatest wrestler of all time. Changed my mind. Uh, Gene Croson put the gif of uh, Jim Carrey from uh, Dumb and Dumber, like almost puking. 
So you can like <laughs> that. Um, Maxwell McMurphy, he put a gif of, um, uh, what's his name? The old man. He, he, go ahead, make my day. What's, uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, Clint Eastwood. And uh, he put, oh, hell no. What's that? Damn. Uh, oh, hell no. Luchador Oblivion. So I'm guessing he's a wrestler. Uh, he said, it's true. The same people they say no probably think Trish is. Ooh. <laughs> wow. That was that was hard. Jared Hawkins said, greatest wrestler of all time. That would be her dad, in my opinion. Greatest women's wrestler of all time? Probably Mildred Burke. But since there's very little footage the of her. Fuck was, is Mildred Burke? <laughs> I heard of Mildred Burke, but I... What? <laughs> How do you compare the two? I, I, well, I obviously, know. there's very little f- footage of her, he says. <laughs> he says, I can, so fuck I can, from a cracker box? <laughs> <laughs> Get your own oh. Mildred Burke ring from the Cracker Jack box. Exactly. What the fuck is the Mildred Burke? <laughs> so he went out and said, I can see the argument for Charlotte. Uh, Greg Mersing, he says, well, duh, it's just Ric Flair and drag. Oh man, God, oh, man. Wow. Harsh. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Michael Crowder, he says she's pretty great. My pick for the best female ever. Lauren, uh, Larry Magdillon, he said Hulk Hogan did more for the industry than any other wrestler. It went from millions to billions. 100. Don't fire. <laughs> and then Tony Stroud said Hulk Hogan sank two companies. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. And then uh, Crush McCain, he came out and says that does that does not make him the greatest of all time. <laughs> Jesus, man, wow! Like I, I was reading some of these comments and these guys were just ruthless, man. Uh, Kachan Brooks, he said she might have talent, but she isn't close to being the greatest wrestler of all time. Preston Brown said, depending on what your criteria is of the greatest wrestler, personally, I wouldn't say she is, but I can't deny the work she puts in. John Frank Card, he said, Oscar can work circles around Charlotte, not denying mm-hmm. her skills. She's good, but not as good as Oscar or even Io Shirai. No, no, no. Marcus Jones. better than them both. Marcus Jones says she's okay, but not the greatest. I think Trish Stratus is better. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs> I, I got to read some of these more because these are fucking hilarious. Noah Thompson, I will agree on, on part. She she one of the greatest female wrestlers ever, but overbooked, overpushed, and kind of botchy. That, I've never seen. I've never seen the botch. Be botchy. Also, she turns heel and face too often. Yes. Uh, Ty Galuka. He says, you're all on drugs. Change my mind. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, uh, then Dave Nortson, he says, yeah, she's just like her dad. And then Damon Zitko responded to him saying, you're a dick. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then <clears throat> Dave responded back to him saying, but at least you don't need help like Roman does. That comment right there. I mean, first he was just like bashing Charlotte. Yeah. And th- you know what I'm saying? And then when yeah. he got called out on his bullshit, he throws out Roman Reigns? How is that your argument, dude? <laughs> That's what he's doing. Oh, oh my Lord. <laughs> D-Lo Klauser, he says, nowhere near the best female. And then Damien Zico responded to him and says, yeah, she, she is lay off the crack. 
God damn, man. Wow. Oh, this, oh my God. Oh, this one, and, and we'll be done with it. But uh, Joe Black, he says, she is really good compared to most, but I think Ronda Rousey was a good wrestler too, and she only had a year to learn. Charlotte is overrated. Yeah, lasagna is delicious and my favorite food, but every night, all the time makes me want to puke. <sighs> you know, oh, we haven't man. had a hater comment of the week for a while. I want yeah. to give it to Joe Black. That was probably yeah. the dumbest <laughs> comment I've ever heard in my entire life. Joe Black. I'm still, still trying to process that comment. comment. Was yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Hater comment I'm, of the week. I'm still trying to process that comment. Uh, yeah, exactly. And me too. <laughs> me too. He said Ronda Rousey, Rick. Ronda, Ronda Rousey. He said Ronda. Ronda Rousey. Wow. There's no uh, crack here, Joe Ronda. Black, you got the hater comment of the week. Hater comment of the week is brought to you by Kenny Casanova, the biggest hater we know. Go to WOHW.com. Purchase a book today. He's written books for Dangerous Danny Davis, Tito Santana, Sabu, Vader, Kamala, uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and more. He even has some comic books. He has some storybooks, Three Little Pigs and Sabu. Uh, he has uh, uh, Cactus Jack and the Beanstalk. He has Demolition, a bunch of- Demolition on Mars. Demolition on Mars. There's a lot of things out there, so make sure you check it out at WOHW.com. Hater comment of the week is Joe Black. Yes. Um, but Tony, to answer your question, is Charlotte the greatest ever? Yes, she's the greatest women's wrestler ever, for sure, hands down. Okay. Can she become the greatest wrestler of all time? It's possible. Let's see yeah. what she does the next ten years. Okay. But she is hands down the greatest women's wrestler we've ever seen. And that's coming from somebody who's bashed Charlotte for a long time. Charlotte is definitely the number one women's wrestler of all time. And not only that, we have a a contract with Charlotte that if she did a promo for us, that we could no longer put her in the book. And uh, I think the other part was that we couldn't bash her either. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So so, I don't want to get sued by Charlotte. Take that. (laughs) Yes. Elio, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, 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 I say, I say, I should, I think the greatest, uh, or so. I mean, uh, yeah, it's true. She turns heel the face too often, but uh, other than that, I, I think she is. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think she's the greatest female. I think. Um, who, honestly, who do you think comes close to her right now in wrestling? Women's wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Bailey. Bailey, not yeah. Sasha. Not Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> Elio, who do you I mean? Go- no, I, I like I like uh, Bailey more. Uh, what'd you say? I, 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 I'd go Bailey. Yeah, Rick. What was you saying? I would go Charlotte, Bailey, Oscar, Io Shirai as like the top four in wrestling today. Would Would Sasha be in that? In the fifth? Sasha will be fifth or sixth. But what about uh, Rhea Ripley? Rhea Ripley is a Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> She's a uh, child yeah. duplicate. Charlotte. <laughs> Don't compare me to Every time I see her now, I can't take her serious. You know that, right, right? Rick, you do a lot of things that when you say shit, and then I look, I don't take it serious no more. That's you, true. You make fun of And then with, with the rear, rear Ripley, I, I can't take her serious because all I can hear is Charlotte. <laughs> Oh man, I don't, you know what? I, I might have to agree with you though. I think I like that list. Um, for me, I've I pointed out many times about Sasha Banks, 
I pointed out many times what she needs to do. Um, yeah. And she's not doing it. Um, you need to listen to me there, Sasha. <laughs> no, she don't. Have to. All right. Uh, that's it, I think. Any final words on Char- being the greatest of all time? No? Woo! Woo! Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just uh, if you guys have any suggestions for hot tag news for next week, drop it on our Facebook page and uh, we'll talk about it. Sure. I know. Uh, right now, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. And when we come back, we got this week in wrestling. Hey, guys, this is Kevin Owens. Uh, make sure to listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. Take it easy, guys. Maybe I'll end up on your show one day. Who knows? But if I do, I'll probably end up taking the whole thing over, and then it won't really be your show anymore. So maybe it's not a good idea. Who knows? We'll see how that works out. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com. And this week, we're going to tell you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash CM Punk, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mick Foley, or uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Brody Lee. Uh, use those to purchase your shirts today, and uh, you guys would help out the Brody Lee family for any funeral costs and just for the family in general. Um, also, go to CollarNubbleBrand.com, purchase a Brody Lee shirt, or you can... Um, Go to AEW and purchase a Brody Lee shirt, Dark Order shirt, and help out the family. All the, the funds will go to the family of Brody Lee. Um, with that being said, it is now time for This Week in Wrestling. Tony, it's time to get raw. Yes, sir. So uh, let's go over the low points of raw. Um, obviously, in the beginning of the show, they showed uh, the, the picture of Brody Lee. And uh, uh, before we go, over the low points, um, Drew's promo in the beginning where he said it's Monday, do you, uh, so you know what that means. That was a Brody Lee quote. I don't know if anybody knew that, but uh, that was a quote Brody yes. Lee always said, and uh, he said it. Uh, guys, a couple guys from AEW said it, uh, and on SmackDown, and uh, so that was that was pretty cool. Uh, low points, though. I mean, this Raw, honestly, it was a big step up to past Raws. So I was pretty yes. impressed with this Raw this week. Uh, the lowest that I had was a 1.5. And that was actually Drew's promo, when, uh, <laughs> which is fucked up. Uh, when Sheamus came in, then Keith Lee came in. And it seemed like Keith Lee just went back to the old shenanigans of the Harper. Yeah, it just appears. What's with the robotic promo? That I exactly. am I telling you that yeah. I... I'm the greatest. Yeah, well, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, oh. what? <laughs> like, hurry, hurry up. Jesus. I want to do my raw recap as Keith. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, we'll be in there for freaking three hours. Um, the other one and a half I gave was uh, actually two of them. But honestly, I, I dug it. I understand where they're going with but I rated it low, so I'm going to sound a little bit hypocritical. Uh, Orton uh, Orton promo, and then with Alexa Bliss. Uh, wow. in, in the middle of the show, I gave it a one and a half. And at which, the one, the show. which one, the Firefly Fun Host one? Yeah. And oh, the yeah. ending, too. I gave it a 1.5. Uh, wow. only, only because I wanted to see what happened. So yeah, I was I was being one of those guys like, oh, come on, really? But they just show Orton with the, with the, with the match. You know, and I was like, oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Elio, what was your low points of Raw? So my low point was, um, let's see, I have a, 
that, that news segment backstage, he finally got his money in a bank contract. Yes. And <laughs> usually oh. that ridiculous dance. Yeah. That was uh, that was a model point. Mm-hmm. My other one, uh, what do I have? Um, she did be some Dana Brooke. Oh wow! Wow! Really? really? Yeah. Wow! Interesting. What, what was what was bad about it? <laughs> I didn't. Um, I didn't really uh, enjoy this one much. No. no just um, Dana Brooke. <laughs> not really, not really. She's okay. It's just there's something missing with her. Yeah. I just don't know what. It's yeah. something missing. I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna do my journalistic duty and find out what is duty. <laughs> Family guy. Uh, Rick, what was your low points? Well, my uh, low point. Come on, um, man. <laughs> my low point was definitely that opening promo. Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee, Sheamus. I gave it a one. Terrible. Keith Lee is terrible. Um, but the thing guys, it is, not you, to get you off, but the thing is, last week he did good. He yeah. sounded natural. You know what it is, though? They're giving the people what they want. You want to Keith Lee to get a title shot? Here you go. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee got his title shot. You guys got it. He's going to lose. Of course and he he's going to go back to the back and do nothing. So <laughs> this is what you guys wanted. He's not yeah. going to win the Royal Rumble. So good luck. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was my lowest point. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, highest point uh, for me, I gave it to uh, Seamus versus Keith Lee. Despite the promo, that nasty damn fucking promo, uh, that match was pretty good. And I think Seamus had a lot to do with that match, too. Um, but Keith Lee kept up, so I gave it a three. Uh, another three I gave was the, <laughs> and, you, and you're gonna, <laughs> you guys are gonna be like, what the fuck am I smoking? AJ versus Elias. I wow. thought that was yeah. a really that, good that match. Was, that wasn't a bad match. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good match, and I gave it a three. Uh, Rick, what, what was your high points of Raw? Well, I did give that AJ Elias match a three, but I actually gave something a three point five, and it's gonna blow the socks off you people. A 3.5, I gave it to Dana Brooke and Shayna Baszler. This was <laughs> this was Dana Brooke's best match I've ever seen. Wow. I was really excited for it. I enjoyed it. Uh, it shows me that Dana can go. Shayna Baszler can elevate people, mm. which I was shocked that she was able to do that. I was like, yeah. this is going to be a bad match. But Shayna Baszler elevated Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke looked really good in this match. Now, does this mean that Dana Brooke is going to be great every week? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Because no. we've seen her struggle for a long time. But for yeah. me, this was the most enjoyable match that I watched on Monday Night Raw. 3.5, Dana Brooke wow. and Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Wow. There you go, Elio. I gave that match a two. It wasn't bad. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, wow. I'm shocked. Yeah. I am yeah. shocked. Elio, what, what was your high points of Raw? Uh, my high points are uh, the Sheamus Keith Lee and uh, Elias H. Yeah. I, yeah. I, didn't think, I didn't think that was a bad match. I, I, was, I wasn't sure what to expect uh, from that match, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to pick up. But <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I had another 3-2, and this one will probably shock you guys. But I did like this match. It was Ricochet versus Mustafa Ali. Oh, man. I gave it a 3. I thought it was good. I I think I gave it a 2.5 as well. But It was good. I thought it was a good Storyline wise. They got to get to the end of it, though. And they got to do something else with Retribution because... 
if this is their way of trying to prolong this storyline and then you know what i'm saying then it's going to start to sink they need to finish this real quick and go on to something else but t-bar taking that nasty bump holy shit yeah that was pretty nasty um so yeah no that was the other three that i gave um now during my side notes uh during raw uh xavier wearing the brody armband yep and you saw more of it as we as the week went on. Um, overall, the though, discus I, clothesline. Yes, yes. That's right. the, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. But those were the other things that they have done during Raw, and they also did it on NXT and on uh, SmackDown. And uh, obviously, AEW was all about Brody, and that was awesome. Um, but overall, though, um, I gave Raw two point two five this week. Not a bad show. Not a bad show. I gave I gave Raw a two point three this week. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Wow. I gave okay. it a two. I gave it a two. I gave it a two. Yeah, it was yep. it was a it was a decent show this week. Better than last week. Jesus, yeah, for sure. Wow. Wow. All right, it is now time for NXT POV Mamma Mia. I'm afraid I've got bad news for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, See, I got uh, on cue this week. <laughs> uh, my like, lowest point you. this week. <laughs> you guys are not gonna get. It. I mean, technically, technically, you didn't say it correctly. You didn't say. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. You missed. You missed. But, but I was looking at my news. We'll give you the pass. We'll give you the pass this week. <laughs> You're getting better, Elio. You're getting better. Um, with that being said, my lowest point this week was Mercedes Martinez defeating Valentina, whoever she is. I Valentina. am not on. I am not on Mercedes Martinez. She bores me to death. Um, what is it that she already got her shot? What is it? Well, first of all, that's. That slow ass entrance she got, and <laughs> she already had her chance. She had a chance to dominate, uh-huh. and then she just disappeared. Went to the main roster, right. came back down, and now we're starting over again. Like we didn't see her dominate before. Now mm-hmm. we have to see her dominate again, and True. now she's doing True. click, 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 click. Um, <laughs> I gave that a one. Uh, Elio, what was your lowest point of NXT? Yep, I gave that one a one. That was my lowest point. Mercedes Martinez and um, also Bronson Reed and Isaiah Scott. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I wasn't too high that on that one. Jacket. Did yep. you put that jacket in the book? <laughs> we should. We should, right? But what? I don't know. Bronson's oh. little lizard? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. Bronson's little lizard. There we go. All right. Bronson's little lizard? You just made the book. Funny. Very funny. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I had to write it down. All right, Tony, (laughs) what is your lowest point of Um, NXT? I agree with you guys. I gave it a one and a half, and that was Mercedes Martinez versus Valentina Vilos. Um, I gave it a one and a half. um, And also, I gave it one and a half. Hey, one and a half. One and a half. (laughs) I went southern right there. (laughs) Holy Jesus Christ. Um, with Santos uh, promo, with the then Lucha House Party shows up, um, turned into a match. Lucha, Ho- Lucha House Party wins that match. Um, is there a, a reason why they brought in Lucha House Party? I mean, is it because they're Mexicans? I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to go that route because I never do. But, I mean, it, it's starting to look like that. It's like, wow. Well, first of all, coming. first of all, Lindsay Dorado's Puerto Rican. Yeah, Lindsay Dorado's Puerto Rican. 
Second of all, I think it was just because of they needed the luchador thing because he says he's the greatest luchador of all oh, time. Okay. All right, well, now, then. with that being said, I was getting sick and tired of Escobar. Uh, and I was just like, oh, he needs somebody to fight, something mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. And I was actually pleasantly surprised by this, by the Lucha House Party coming out. Okay. And it looks like they're going to give Grand Metallic a title shot opportunity. Wow. Now, I don't understand why it's not Lince Dorado. That's like, Lince Dorado is the guy of that yeah. team. Give him the opportunity. Um, my highest point of NXT just so happens to be Lucha House Party defeating <laughs> Legado de Fantasma. I gave it a 3.5. Wow. And I also gave a 3.5 to Pete Dunne defeating Roderick Strong. Wow. I am I can't wait. I want Roderick Strong. I want uh Pete Dunne to face Finn Balor. It doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime no, no soon, time but soon. damn man, I wish that would happen. Yeah. Uh Elio, what was your high points of NXT? High point was um <laughs> that uh Charles party and um Zion the Zaylia vignette. That was a good one. Oh yes. That was damn good. Yes, next week. Like next, next week. week. Yeah. yeah, next week. Looking forward to it. Wow. I can't All right, Tony. Yeah. My highest point, honestly, it was the Finn Balor promo. And then uh, Kyle O'Reilly came out. Then Karen Cross came out and Scarlett. And then Damian Priest came out. I gave it a three and a half. I loved that whole segment because it was telling stories from all sorts of angles. And you were getting it all in one shot. And just the way they were fighting and, and Damian Priest, they didn't punk out Damian Priest and they didn't punk out Karrion Cross, which I liked, um, especially towards the end of that when Scarlett was just sitting there and laughing and shit. I was like, yep. damn, this is fucking creepy. But I gave it a three and a half. I loved everything about that segment. It was awesome. awesome. And it's funny because it wasn't even really a match, but it was yep. a segment. And I gave it a three and a half. That was the best part of NXT that night. All right. Uh, my highest point for my, my my overall for NXT was a two point four this week. Elio, mine was a two point one. All right, 2.14. Tony. Yeah, that, that's funny. That's what mine is a two point one four. I gave NXT this week. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right, Elio. All right. Now we need into AEW Dynamite. All right. Boom. All right. Um. I yeah. Obviously. Uh. We didn't even. Uh, <laughs> we didn't even grade this on a uh, global. Yeah. No, you didn't. Show. Good, good. No, yeah, no, we. I didn't either. And uh, Rick, you mentioned I didn't either. That uh, you. Didn't like, I mean, there were, there were a couple of like odd pairings, like Young Bucks and Cole Cabana, and uh, yeah, and uh, Cody and uh, Ten or whatever his name is, yeah, like, Orange Ten. Cassidy. Yeah. yeah, but other than that, uh, we we gave this show we just uh, graded an A because uh, just yes. everything from top to bottom. Totally agree. Yeah. For sure, I'm with you guys on that. It was a great show uh, for Brody Lee. Uh, I think from beginning to end, everything they did was special. Was. Um, I just, I just look at this as if it was like a house show, just like so, because it has nothing to do with story. It has nothing That's to true. do with what's going on with AEW. Uh, well, a so, little bit towards the end with the whole Taz thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did but, try to incorporate the story with it, but. Either way, like you said, Rick, I mean, there was nothing for me. This was a very, very good tribute show for uh, Brody Lee. And I was right. I'm right with you guys. I didn't even I didn't grade anything. I I really I really like that uh, video, that tribute video at the end that they did. Yes. Yeah, actually. uh, I looked up the song. It's called Old 55 by Tom Waits. 
because uh, oh. the guys on Global are like wondering what that song was. Oh, okay. Oh, and um, speaking of that song, so Tony Khan bought the rights to that song so that that video can play forever. Oh, wow, really? Because oh. with, with certain songs, when you use it, you can't produce, you can't have it on for copyright purposes. So he bought the rights to the song. No shit. Good for yeah. him. Good yeah. for him. Um, it was, you know, and I'm, I'm not making fun of this, but it was just odd to see Tony Khan come out and actually talk. He looked a little bit nervous, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah, he? yeah. He yeah. looked very yeah. nervous. I think he looked very, very nervous. But, um, you know, that was, it was a good, it was a good uh, a send-off uh, tribute match for him. Um, <clears throat> a lot of emotion in every match, though, man. Jesus Christ, man. It was a lot of fucking yeah. emotion. Um, Ten was trying to hold it back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. He he couldn't. He couldn't. Um, um not nah, I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm not trying to should Cody have been involved in that last segment? No. Because to honestly, if if I'm gonna be real, he made it about him again. Yep. yep. At that point, in my opinion. And if you guys no, agree bash with on you. me, go ahead. But my in my opinion, he made it like even even the match, he came out last. Yep. You know what I'm saying? In the match, he came out last. I'm like, come on, man. Seriously? And then, you know, granted, I know you're the owner, blah, blah, blah. But Tony Khan made an appearance for two seconds and then bolted because he didn't make it about himself. Um, I, I kind of understand. I do. And I'm not bashing it at all. But at one moment for a split second, I'm like, he made it about himself. He, he needed yep. to be involved in this. He didn't need to be involved in this. Do the match or whatever, fine. That's great. But then leave. Give the moment to, to the kid. Um, which I thought it was, it was like I said, um, I'm not trying to, I'm just, I was just pointing it out. But I love the fact that when they show the shot of uh, Brody Lee Jr. with the title and he looked over his shoulder a little bit and then they put the image of Brody Lee in the back, basically doing the same thing. I was like, Wow. But not only that, we have to bring up the fact of uh, Eric Rowan showing up. Yeah. Eric yeah. Redbeard. Uh, um, Chris Jericho uh, kind of goof, goofed up a little bit and kept calling him Eric Rowan. And uh, he's not supposed to because WWE owns it. And uh, Excalibur, I give him credit, though, uh, kept calling him Eric Redbeard, Eric Redbeard, you know, just to let Jericho know, yo, man, <laughs> yeah. a lot with that. Well, but that part right there broke me. It did. Yeah. He came out with that sign and he just, you know, a lot of people's got to understand, you know, just because we're big guys, you know, we do show emotion, you know, yep. and, and to see that with him, man, I was like, I was hoping he would go, he would be there. And honestly, um, right before that, I was hoping like if they did introduce, and this is going to be my question for you guys. If they did introduce a new leader for the world, uh, world order for for the dark order, it would have been him. It, it would have been perfect. Um, but from what I heard, this was only a one off. Um, yep. But they also said they might throw a contract at him. Just it's, nothing's cleared yet. Um, but as of right now, it's just a one off. So question for you guys. Um, are they going to do a new leader for the dark order? I would, if so, who who do you think? I would definitely do a new leader, um, and you can have him praising Brody Lee. Like if they get the rights from the family mm -hmm. to keep Brody's name in the business, 
Uh, I think that would be great. Have Brody Lee as the god of the Dark Order yeah. and have somebody else just like be like the adversary or whatever. Um, right. So I, I think but, that's the way to do it. But who do you, who do you think couldn't do that part? <sighs> that's going to be tough. You need to have somebody that's a smooth talker. I mm-hmm. think Evil Uno is probably the best option. Mm-hmm. Okay. Honestly. Yeah, because my, my, my first pick, was, my first thought was uh, Eric Rowan. But like you said, uh, this uh, we're not sure if he's staying around or if yeah. it's just a one-time yep. one appearance. So, so uh, with Eric Rowan out the picture, Elio, who do you think would... Uh, I would go fit? with that. I would go with Evil, Evil Luno because really? he, he does good. Uh, he does have good mic skills. I like his like promos. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. mind it at all. Um, what I've seen other people throw out was uh, Matt Hardy because a lot of people mm-hmm. thought Matt Hardy was going to be the exalted Ooh. one at first and uh, they, they did everybody a ruse and uh, they didn't um, I'm not saying I'm not picking him um, yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> now I agree with you guys about um, Evil Uno but there's just something about it that's, that doesn't uh, scream for me that he can do that part. He does good promo work, but for me, he's he's more of a sidekick. You know what I'm saying? Um, even yeah. Well, even, that's why I say that's why I say like have him like honoring Brody yeah. Lee, like like a cult kind of thing where yeah. it's like we all serve under Brody Lee, right? Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. To to still bring the guy's name. Um, honoring him and stuff like that but uh i don't know it's just something about evil uno now i give him credit he's changed a lot lost a lot of weight his promo work is really really it's getting good um uh his in-ring work is decent but to be in that position i don't honestly think that it 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 would work um somebody like eric rowan like i said that that would have been perfect it would have been perfect but i also think Oh, man, I don't want to say a veteran like Matt Hardy. Um, for me, that just wouldn't fit, especially if they go along the lines, like you said, Rick, of still <clears throat> honoring Brody Lee in that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think a veteran should be in that spot. It should be somebody like a Eric Rowan who, you know, has been in the business for a while, but he's not really like Matt Hardy type status. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? No, it makes sense. Yep. So that's why I keep throwing, you know, Eric Rowan in because he would be the perfect person for that. Um, but honestly, his promo work isn't that great either. Um, no, no, it's not. You know what I'm saying? So that would be a little bit difficult. But could he put, pull it off? I don't know. I don't know. But um, I don't know who would be a good spot for that. Um, if I really, really, really had to pick, I might. Oh man, I just I don't know to be honest. Ooh, I, what's about this dude? Um, ah, uh, the guy that does the penguin stuff from Ring of Honor, Ma- Marty Scurll. Marty, Marty Scurll. That wouldn't be. That would be a good pick. I wouldn't mind that one. I wouldn't mind that one. But I I, I just don't see Evil Uno, uh, filling that role. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I just don't. That's, that's, I threw a difficult question out, and it's a difficult a- to answer. Tony, we so. get it. You hate you hate Evil Uno. That's I what don't hate him. You hate him. I despise him. You know what? In the beginning, I did hate him. <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning, I did hate him because I was just like, come on, dude. Seriously? I don't know who you are. Um, but then he, again, he grew on me just a little bit. 
because he did lose the weight and he did get better with the promo work, but I just don't see him filling that role. Elio, Elio, he hates him. You know. <laughs> All right, you know what? Yes, I hate him. I hate that fucker. <laughs> There's a son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I feel, I like that. I like that Chris Jericho's little facts throughout the show. Like he threw out uh, yeah. how NJ got her number ninety nine, and um, mm-hmm. he said that it was because of Wayne Gretzky's number. Yeah. Yep. And uh, she she put up that tweet on her account. Nice. With, right. that, with that quote from Brody Lee that he was only she was the only one he had a hand in helping uh, name on there. Wow. And as uh, as a not uh, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. And and another fact too, when they did that, uh, um, when AEW did the the video package for Brody Lee, um, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a shot of Brody Lee in a purple and leopard coat. Did you yeah. see yes. that part? That was Kenny Casanova's coat. Oh wow! Yes, that was Kenny Casanova's coat. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, one thing when Kenny actually managed him. He was trying to get him into like the hip hop character and <laughs> coat he made Brody wear. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, when you see that coat, that's Kenny's coat. And for wow. me, I'm like, well, if that coat was always big on Kenny. Like it was over yeah. because he was trying to act like a pimp. And uh, <laughs> when he was doing that, when he was suggesting that character to Brody, uh, he let him wear that coat and it fit him perfect. I was like, damn, that's a big coat. But uh, yeah, just a, a little fact. All right. Well, this week we're not going to do a Wednesday night delight. We're going to stay tied at six. Yes. Because um, we didn't rate anything in AEW. But let's go into the SmackDown breakdown. Um, let's go with Tony first. Tony, what was your low points of SmackDown? I do have one very, very low point. I have a point <laughs> but before I do that, I want to just acknowledge the fact that in the beginning of SmackDown, they're calling out Cousin Jay. Right. Right, I, I put that, that down too. I, I was, I was about to say, wait, Rick, do, we, do you know something we don't know? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Really? They call out of all people. They called out. They called out cousin Jay. Anyway, I'm just, throwing, I was just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. But uh, my lowest point was the Street Profits promo. Yes. And then yep. Dolphin uh, Rude. I gave it a point five. That's how bad it was. Um, yeah, that was the, yeah. Yeah, but Angelo, he got worse. We took him off the. Him off the yeah. We took him off. We took him off and he got worse. I think that's, that's, what, it I think that's yep. what it was. What happened was he saw that we took him out of the book. He's like, oh, really, fam? They took me off, fam? <laughs> All right, fam. Yeah. Wait till we do this promo, fam. Yeah. Yo, fam, you hear feel me, fam? Yeah. Motherfucker. I, I did it. Son of a bitch. As soon as he did that, I'm like, well, I, 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 did, I did that too. As soon as he did it, I'm going to see. I'm like, okay, let's see if we can go longer. We can just stay that longer. I'm like, I won. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we're putting his ass back in the book. Yes. There you go. He's going back in the book. But, yeah, that's my lowest point. Uh, Elio, lowest point. same point? Yeah, that's my lowest point. <laughs> point yeah, I, I agree with you guys. That was my lowest point as well. I do have to say there was one shining moment, and it was Dolph and Robert Roode. They looked really good. They did look good. I love the shirts, the dirty dogs. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's different. Um, but, yeah, that was so definitely So, no chance good. of uh, James Storm. 
<laughs> Coming yeah, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, they got the shirts out, so that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tony, what was your high point of SmackDown? My high point of SmackDown was the Jey Uso versus Kevin Owens match. I liked it. It was very aggressive. Um, I liked towards the end of it where uh, Roman came out and started beating up on him. So it seems like they're gonna keep going with this feud. I thought they were. You're gonna not be tired of it. it. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I'm not. I, I think by the end of this month, if they're still going at it, yeah, I'm going to be tired of it. But uh, I gave it a 3.5. Wow. Like yeah. Uh, Elio. Yeah, my thing was uh, that uh, the Kevin Owens she was doing uh, the opening segment with the promo at the beginning. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I gave him um, both threes. Oh, wow. See, I didn't go above a three, a 2.5 in this one. Oh, wow. Uh, I gave a 2.5 to Carmella and Bailey defeating Sasha and Bianca Belair. Uh, Bianca Belair is good, guys. She she's good. She's picking um, it up. Yeah. Um, Carmella is really good. Bailey is good. Sasha, like this was a good overall average match. I gave her two point five. I also gave a two point five to Daniel Bryan and Otis defeating <laughs> Cesaro Nakamura. Gave that a two point five. Did you see? That the, was terrible. I know what you're gonna say. Go second, ahead. Yeah, when when Daniel was humping Otis from behind. That was terrible. Come on, man. You imagine a non-wrestling fan walking by while you're watching that? No. <laughs> <laughs> like a non-wrestling fan. You're watching. You're trying to prove that wrestling is cool. And then you got this fucking guy humping Otis. Man. No, no, no. Not this part. I was like, what the fuck? Does he realize he looks like he's humping him? <laughs> I don't I think, think so. Did. I don't think he did. They were doing it as a. I'm like, oh my god! But not only that, though, when they first got in the ring, uh, the ref, they were doing something. I forgot what it was. It was some kind of gesture. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like the ref kind of like looked at Daniel as to give him a message from the back to do the guest chant, and because Daniel like kind of froze for a second, and he's like, oh shit, okay, yep. sorry. And then he went to the yes. So I think it's because they were plugging in the crowd noise of going, yes, yes. And they wanted to keep Daniel Bryan in momentum with that. I'm like, you got to be kidding yeah. me. But, uh, now, yeah. now that you said that, Daniel Bryan's not winning the Royal Rumble, is he? <sighs> if he's going part-time, I don't see him winning the Royal Rumble. But they said Roman versus Daniel Bryan was going to happen. That's what they said. So oh, no. It might be before WrestleMania. Who knows? He might be involved in the storyline where he's maybe the second one and he got ripped off or something like that and he deserves a shot. You, you know what I'm saying? Like the only way I can see that happening before Royal Rumble or before WrestleMania is if Jay Uso is involved in that match and somehow they screwed over Daniel Bryan. And then yeah. he's like, you know what? I want Matt, you know, da da da, this, all that's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because think of it this way too um, the winner of the Royal Rumble match gets to pick who they fight. So yeah. it, they could do that storyline to, and then keep it away from Roman. Also, Jimmy is uh, set to return. Huh? Also, Jimmy is set to return as well. Yeah, uh, sometime either this month or next month, they say he's coming back. Wow! But um, they could, like I said, somebody from Raw could win it and challenge Drew, and then that way it, they can still do the storyline of having Daniel Bryan going after Roman. Yeah, but it has to be something in the Royal Rumble to screw over Daniel Bryan, so that way they can do that story. Got but you. For him to have Dan, to I don't know, to him that win the Royal Rumble, 
I don't know. I mean, they're saying Biggie like is a good possibility. Uh, the the uh, the odds are for him. Um, there's also uh, who's the other guy? Oh, Keith Lee. Uh, oh, and you know what? Um, not to change subject. For me, again, spoil uh, not spoiling, but ruining a, a good moment that they could have saved for the Royal Rumble women's. Royal Rumble match. Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. All yep. they did was show her walking in the back. That's it. That's <laughs> it. And I'm like, y'all couldn't have saved that for the Royal Rumble? Yeah. And then they try to cover up by saying, oh, she got reinstated. Okay, why? <laughs> for what? <laughs> it was part of the stipulation. Bye, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyways, yep. um, uh, this, this Royal Rumble, oh, man, uh, I don't know. This is going to be yeah. hard to pick, to be, to be honest. But I think the women's is going to be easier to pick. But then again, they could throw a freaking curveball at us. And yeah. Say, oh, everybody's picking Bianca. All right. Well, she ain't going to win it. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about Billy Kay? How great was she on she? SmackDown? She was the most entertaining part of that match. Exactly. Yes, she was. Exactly. Yeah. She was the manager for both teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when they won. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's good, and they're again they're dropping the ball on uh, with yep. her. They really are. All right, let's go over the overalls. Overall, I gave SmackDown this week a 1.6. Tony, damn, same thing, 1.68. And I also wanted to throw out too, as my side note, uh, Big E and his promo uh, doing a, a side shout out to Amanda and, and uh, Nolan in his promo. Did you guys hear it? No. Yeah, in his promo. I didn't. You heard it right. Uh, he said something about uh, when people like Amanda and Nolan come up to me and they tell me, or oh, right, it's yeah, not- yeah, yeah, socially yeah. distancing, of course. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gave them a shout out too, which I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, but no, I gave uh, overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.68 this week. All right, uh, I went 2.2. All right, 2.2. All right, so let's go over our Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, NXT's ahead 19 to Raw's 11 to SmackDown 7. Um, let's go with Elio first, and then Tony, and then myself. Elio, what is your rating? I, I'm going to go SmackDown Raw NXT this week. SmackDown Raw NXT. Okay. El, uh, oh. Tony? I got Raw NXT and SmackDown this week. <laughs> well, okay. you're not going to believe this. I went with NXT Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, seeing how uh, Tony and I both put SmackDown on the bottom, Elio, your choice between Raw and, and NXT, which one are you going to go with? I enjoyed uh, Raw a little more. All right. So- yeah. All right, so we'll go with Raw this week. I had I had Raw at 2.3, NXT at 2.4, so it was really close. Yeah. Um, so uh, Raw takes it this week. So Raw's going to go up to 12, to NXT's 19, to SmackDown 7. Yeah. All right, uh, Tony, let's open up the book. Yeah, let's open up El Libro. Uh, so those that are new to the show, basically, pay attention, Rick. Basically, what we do is we put the most ridiculous things. Oh, you know, we, now you get it. You get it now. Now, yeah. Okay, thank you. First thank time you. I heard it. Yeah. You know what? It sounds pretty damn good. Uh, <laughs> I forgot where I was at though. <laughs> you put the most ridiculous things. Thank you, Elio. You did it better than I did. 
in the week of wrestling and uh we do it just to get a good laugh and of course when goofy things happen in the week of wrestling we have to put it in the book or something that just annoys us and uh it gives us a good laugh because we kind of need it in this well actually it's 2021 so magically everything's gonna be better every everything should be better unless um 2021 starts drinking because they are 2021 and uh, uh, we're going to be in for one hell of a raw. No, 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 no. We got to, Elio, do you hear the jokes this guy says sometimes? <laughs> They're hilarious. They're fucking hilarious. And they canceled Rick's joke of the week for this. <laughs> well, we have Tony's joke of the week. Yeah, I like that. It's a good ring to it. <laughs> you guys ready? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. Fuck him. Fuck him. Uh, Luke Morgan's cage wedgie. Did we, we didn't even put it on the Facebook page, did we? Guys, no. come on. I, I, I said let's put it on the Facebook page and have the fans vote it. So we got to wait. We got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Such a pervert. Uh, coronavirus. Stays. MVP's older brother's suit. Stays. It's getting worse, man. Uh, Jericho and Con Demo. Uh, this thing. <laughs> Elio yeah. wants it to stay, so we'll let it stay. Thank you, Elio. It's trying to be nice. Okay. <laughs> Drew's Dragon Breath. That stays. Roman's Chapas. Oh. <laughs> Candace's Wings. Stays. The Way. The way stays. Ugh. AEW rankings stays. stays. Uh, Dominic's turtleneck and chain. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see next week I if he returns. T- I gotta tell you this story. Um, I was listening to uh, Keeping It 100 with Conan, and they yeah. had Ray and Dominic on, and oh. uh, I think that they were in the middle of the conversation, they were talking about how that Dominic needs to dress up more and this and that. And Dominic realized when he did start dressing up, he was getting ribbed about his turtleneck. (laughs) And he mentioned it on the show. He goes, yeah, a lot of you guys ribbed me on my shirt. (laughs) And uh, they they put the rocks, uh, they put me on the rocks body (laughs) with the turtleneck. (laughs) So he did get ribbed for that, but we haven't, again, another week without them. Yeah. Right? Shoot. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see when he comes back. Oh my god. Uh Carmela's champagne shower. <laughs> Stays. Stays. Uh new entrant into the book. Bronson's little lizard. <laughs> that stays. You could never say that with a straight face. I guarantee. I challenge anybody <laughs> to say that with a straight fucking face. You can't. And back into the book. Yeah, no Angelo. <laughs> it stays, damn it. What the fuck is I mean, seriously, what was he thinking? Like we wasn't gonna catch that? Yeah. Yo, he would it was bad. And then and then the drum playing. Oh my god. What <laughs> the fuck was that? Why? <laughs> fuck, dude. Oh my god. You think you guys think they're gonna lose the belts to yes. Ziggler and Ruth? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. How long they've had them belts? Including uh, Ross, including Ross. Since the draft, because at least since the draft, because they switched the belts from yeah, Raw to SmackDown. That's what I'm talking about. Combined with the Raw yeah. and SmackDown belts, how long they've had? I don't, 
Well, they had a long time. WrestleMania. Right? Yeah. Wow. Unreal. Unreal. You know what? That's the end of the show. That is the end of the show. Uh, but before we go, at the end of the show, I will play a song from my playlist of over a trillion songs on my damn phone because I roll like that in okay. the Shire. Okay. And Elio and Rick, they will try to guess. It is called the five second shuffle. Elio's been beating Rick for the past month and a half. Jesus. Yeah. If there was a song about him, you play it too. Don't um, lie. <laughs> no, but uh, this is just how we ride off into the sunset until next week. Well, we'll give you more wrestling content from pretty much everything. They got global. They're on on Fridays. Uh, they cover the rest of the stuff. And we cover WWE stuff and all the other stuff. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the gentleman. Elio Canella. And a third wheel. Rick Sorrell the third. And the uh, Miguel Cole. I fucked that up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like, you know, you have one thing. I didn't even talk the whole episode. And you and you botched the whole thing. Come on. Get it together. It All right. Put me in the book. <laughs> and you know what? I, I have something to say. I want to go on about how you were talking about Ryback. Ryback is the best, Elio. And he will fuck you up. Okay, Damn. Oh, 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 wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Jeez. All right, you guys ready? Yes. Five yep. seconds. Oh, my God. I know this. Why do I know this? Oh, dun, dun, dun. yeah. Oh, no, no, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Oh, dude. I thought you were going to get it at that last second. I thought somebody. Oh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking that up for Elio. You know that. <laughs> I know it. I know it. <laughs> it's not fast. It's still at a slow pace. Yeah, I know. You're you're right at that point, and then you mess it up right after that. (coughs) Like when you go to there's keep it low. Don't go. Don't do that. It goes. Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) Street profits. No. 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 That's that's that's. Oh, the Good Brothers. Yes, Galson. Yes, 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 yes. This is it. That's it. All right, next one. Eddie Guerrero. Yes. Yes, it is. This is one of his earlier. Wow. Yes. All right. Tied up. This is the tiebreaker. Ready? Yes. Now we, we'll do another one. That's a that's an old SmackDown intro. We'll do another one. Who's those? Who's those? Yeah, Elio, one day, Elio. <laughs> <laughs> you don't own the right. 